everybody i am back and i have missed you a very happy new year uh it feels like it's been so long since i've recorded a show and it kind of has been Uh, i felt today actually if i did not get right back on it i I would never get back on it again and that is a, a very dangerous slippery slope so here i am i hope i find you well it is cold and rainy here but um can't be helped that's why I'm inside hold up and, and doing a podcast so did you all wake up on the 1st of January saying something like new year new me <laughs> do we just hate that it's just kind of like bullshit isn't it who, who says we have to wait until the new year to make awesome changes I think if we start the new year with huge monumental changes planned we'll, we'll fade away pretty darn quickly um, you know, gym memberships go crazy in January and then attendance just dips away in February. If we go in too hard, it becomes damn difficult to maintain. I'm sure everybody has been in that situation. Now, don't get me wrong, starting a great gym routine is awesome, but maybe don't expect to get to the gym five nights a week. You know, go easy on yourself. Go perhaps twice a week. Build a sustainable habit and go from there that also goes for any kind of life changes not just the gym you know start slow build momentum and make it last if that's what you you really want to do the whole new year new you is is just an advertiser's dream really isn't it to pull you in and and buy stuff shed that weight in six weeks blah 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 (laughs) at the end of the day we really don't want a quick fix no really we don't we want freedom and we want a, a lifestyle that isn't a struggle that just becomes easy and normal and the only way that's going to happen is if we take it slow enjoy the ride and positive strides ah, it rhymes and i didn't mean it to <laughs> anyway before i go off on a huge tangent i wanted to start this new season of the show with a, a bit of a take apart from a book that i've been reading uh it's an oldie but a goodie Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I randomly found it as a a PDF in my iBooks app. So I thought, let's get stuck into this when I've got a couple of days off. And I also came across a handy little blog called Fearless Motivation. And it lists the main principles that Hill states in the book. So I ran through that myself and made my own notes on what I thought you guys might like to hear. So here it goes. I'm just going to talk about 13 principles that he breaks down in the book so number one is desire for success to happen we must first create the desire to change sounds simple or obvious even but without desire we lack motivation or the want to make moves towards something better or different we should also focus on desire as opposed to wishing desire focuses on the actual presence in reality of something and a wish is more focusing on a lack of something and we when we focus on a lack we get more of the same just exactly what we do not want so that's principle one principle two is faith and i'm not talking religious faith this is a great one if we attach emotion to our desire it attracts along with it faith we must have faith in our desire for it to become reality. I think many of us have a problem or a block with regard to really desiring something. You know, we often feel 
undeserving which perhaps stems from deep-rooted negative beliefs from the past and the only way to break that negative belief that that habit loop is to create a new positive one until that becomes a habit repeating um deserving affirmations until that is your new story a new story that comes along naturally so have faith principle three is auto suggestion as i said we often believe we don't deserve something it's, it's almost become automatic to many people you know saying things such as oh no i couldn't that, that's too much I can't, I can't imagine having that you know that sort of thing all we are doing here is driving a deep undeserving negative belief which is obviously going to be to our detriment and we almost don't even realize we're doing it uh, we must start to auto suggest positive beliefs and this is where meditation can become a great tool. I use the app of which I often talk about, Insight Timer. I'll link to that in the show notes. It's a fabulous app because you tell it the topic you are after and the time you want to spend on it. So you can go for something like beliefs, positive mindset and things like that. And the more you practice this, the more positive you can make your own personal beliefs. Beliefs that make you feel more than worthy. And on and off shoot, randomly, um, have you guys ever seen 10 Things I Hate About You? Old movie, kind of cheesy. Um, but one line from it always stayed with me and it's kind of weird that it's come up again in my mind. Um, don't ever let anyone make you feel like you don't deserve what you really, really want. Simple, but oh so true. So keep your auto-suggestions smart, that's what I say. No, that's what Napoleon says. <laughs> Principle four is specialised knowledge. Today we can you know, easily grab a whole host of knowledge from the click of a button. We truly can educate ourselves very easily. Most of us are extremely privileged to be able to Google anything we want in a split second. However, unless we use this knowledge wisely, it's just a waste of time and soon forgotten about. How many times have you read all these self-help books and thought, yes, this is the one, so excited, and then it goes on the shelf and you just go about your day as you always did? <laughs> what we can do is hone in a little closer on that knowledge we specifically need for our desires. You know, get specific about your knowledge that aligns with your desire so that it actually becomes a reality. Even more useful, get out there and network and meet people who know more than you. You know, that's okay. We don't have to be good at everything. In fact, nobody is, I don't think. So that's principle four. Principle five is imagination. So time to get creative and visualize your desires actually coming to fruition. If you want to write a book, maybe think about what the front cover might look like. Want a new job? Perhaps visualize happily handing in your notice in good faith. I find um, breaking the daily routine extremely useful for getting creative and visualizing. So go for a walk, take a different route somewhere, check out new places, galleries. This always helps me get the creative juices flowing. So, you know, if you do something different, you can expect different imagination. If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same thing. Okay, so principle number six is organized planning. Sounds a little dull at first, anything that's organized, but hear me out. Um, grab a cuppa, turn off all your distractions and get an old school pen and paper out and make a plan of action. 
Sometimes you think, I don't even know what I'm going to write here. But until you actually begin, just start anywhere. Write anything down on that bit of paper. You'll be surprised at where the thoughts come from and ideas. They almost come from nowhere. But it's just about getting started. When we write things down, they become more cemented. And our subconscious mind will then get the message and get to work on it. So moving on, principle number seven is decision. We must believe strongly in our decisions, make our minds up and really stick to it. If our choices are concrete, we are more likely to see them through. Of course, we can all get a little bit indecisive at times and that's okay. But can you stop right now and think of a time when you made an important confident decision didn't it feel great if we can now focus on that emotional feeling a confident decision brings with it decision making in the future will become more easy so let me just reiterate that again if you can focus on the feeling how confident you feel when you make a decision the outcome then making the decision in the future will become easier so that's decision number seven number eight is persistence Most of us have heard stories from people from the past failing over and over again, but have they really failed? No, because they didn't give up and suddenly there was a breakthrough moment. I believe when the desire is strong enough, persistence will continue on through until the end. So perhaps if we have given up in the past, the desire just wasn't strong enough in the first place. And that's okay. It's not a failure. It's never really a failure unless you give up for good. So what it actually is, is just a chance to change course with a little bit of extra knowledge behind us. Love it. So moving on, principle number nine is the power of the mastermind. This is about keeping company with like-minded people. By now, most of you know that we become the average of the five people we spend most of our time with. So I say choose damn wisely as this can impact your actions hugely. When everyone in your five are motivated, raising their game and making huge strides forward. It's damn difficult not to go along on that same wave. Sounds simple, but it's certainly worth assessing who you spend most of your time with. Moving on to principle number 10, which is transmutation. Yeah, I'd never heard of that one either. (laughs) It literally means changing from one element to another. This one, to be honest, for me personally, didn't really speak volumes or anything like that but I will share it with you anyway it's about using the strong sexual energy within us to attract people we want in our lives about becoming charming and attracting the right people in order to get what we desire I guess there's some merit in that but it just read a little bit sleazy to me (laughs) I don't know take what you will give me feedback what do you think of that one uh moving on principle number 11 the subconscious mind. Now I did some research on the subconscious mind a long time ago as part of a degree that I was doing and it was fascinating. It's it's a wonderful tool when we utilize it well. If we can manage to silence our conscious mind, we then allow the subconscious to basically do as it's told. Our subconscious doesn't do reasoning. It takes instructions as fact. It's basically our conscious mind that trips us up and often gets in the way, which can keep us safe from time to time, don't get me wrong. But once we can do this manipulation where we can act on our true beliefs and get stuff done without question, by trying to silence the conscious mind every now and again with acts such as listening to 
certain brainwave music, like theta and alpha brainwave music. If you Google that, you'll see all sorts of information on it. And of course, meditation, so we can work on this area. So that's 11, the subconscious mind. Moving on to 12, we have the brain. When we are creative, our subconscious mind becomes much more easily suggestible. If we can make a habit of actually visualizing our desires in a creative state, be that during meditation or just listening to music, our subconscious mind will get to work and take suggestions as fact and get on with it in the background, which I I pretty much love. (laughs) And principle number 13, which is the final one, is our sixth sense. It's quite difficult to say. Our intuition or that gut instinct is something we often hear people talk about. And more often than not, people state that if only they had gone with their gut, they would have got what they wanted. When we take the time to just simply be in the present moment via walking, meditation, or simply just sitting in silence, we give our intuition a chance to breathe and to come to the forefront. Perhaps we will even get the answers to the questions we truly desire that could go unnoticed due to the busyness of our everyday lives and our monkey minds just going crazy. So those are the 13 principles from Napoleon Hill and I'll just call them all out again. We have desire, faith, auto-suggestion, specialised knowledge, imagination, organised planning, decision, persistence, power of the mastermind, transmutation, the subconscious mind, brain and your sixth sense. I just thought those were a really good set of principles to start the new year with. Something for you to basically just bear in mind. Maybe you really want to get yourself stuck into something this year. Make a change that is gradual and not all in but just there's something that needs to shift if you feel like that. These principles are a really great place to start. Get journaling, get meditating, just let yourself be and and open up to exactly what you want because it is possible. Well, guys, thank you very much for listening. Welcome to 2018 and I hope to see you again next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.